Howdy, everybody. Hello. We're back again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hate that I do this, but I just rewatched my big fat Greek wedding. Oh my god, I fucking love that movie. When he brings his mom back, the older late the old lady, and he's like, Hi everybody, look who's back again. <laughs> And he brings her to the couch. It's so cute because she keeps trying to like escape or whatever. Yeah. Um, the second one's really good too. <gasps> Don't tell me I have it. I have it queued up and I'm going to watch it. But oh, it's I'm good. like not ready. <laughs> it's not as good as the first one, but it is good. From the first Aww. one, my favorite part is the bunt cake. Oh my gosh. That <laughs> is what that is a great scene. The, it really is, and it literally cracks me up. Like the first time I've seen, I saw it. Like it is hilarious every time. Absolutely, it's very accurate with even just how my mom learns words. Yes. It's really funny. It had me. It was too accurate with how that whole thing went. It was so cute. It really was. Um, oh, so charming. They opened a. Um, it's called Anything Bunt the Cake, and it's to nothing but bunt cakes here. No. Yeah, and apparently it's a franchise. I didn't know that. But um, their huh. cakes are so fucking good. But whenever they first opened, um, me and my aunt, we love uh, my big mm. Greek wedding. So mm-hmm. that part, that bunt cake part is like an inside joke with us. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when they opened, I was like, holy shit, I, we have to go there. So I got her cakes from there. I was going to surprise her, but COVID happened mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So, but it was, I tried, but it was still really funny. That's awesome. So. So. Are we getting spooky again today? Um, yes. And maybe it's a no because I like spent all weekend like dived into this topic and oh. at, when I came out it was not scary to me anymore <laughs> but Damn or, it. <laughs> it wasn't really that creepy to me anymore it was just really interesting is this a first um what do you mean uh, you're usually just so scared of everything oh yeah this is the first time that's <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually everything fucking terrifies me but no you are I feel like you might be pretty excited about what I've chosen. Wonderful. So I guess I can just jump right the fuck in. Yeah. Don't leave me in suspense any longer. Uh, Well, it's going to be a little bit because I have a whole intro before I say what it is. Perfect. Oh, we're professional today, guys. Oh, yeah. We're professional. You're going to have to title the episode like (laughs) something inconspicuous. Okay. Okay. To not give away the whole. Excellent. My favorite Um, kind of thing. Hopefully you don't get it <laughs> once I say where the fuck it's at. Hopefully. If you do, okay. just keep your mouth shut. Fine, I will. I'll let you say your piece. Okay. <clears throat> Sassy, pipe down. I'm just yeah, kidding. she's like fucking even and <laughs> hoeing over here trying to eat her food. She said this is our show. Please. Literally, yes, dude. Every <laughs> single time I sit down to record, she decides. Oh, we're on. She's literally been sleeping on the bed all day long. So, of course, I sit down to record and she's like, okay, here it is. My cue to go fuck around and drink and eat and just 
walk back and forth from my bed to my mom's bed. <laughs> it's her favorite time of day. She puts on, I think it's because you're home. So she's like, okay, time to get the day I've started. I've been home all day. I've been working from home. Oh. She's just, she's just a fucking, she's just a drama That's queen. Uh, she's fucking crazy. Every single What's your sign? And her nails just clink clack the whole fucking time. Little diva. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, okay. So. It was so sudden. It came out of nowhere. It really did. It scared the shit out of me. Something must have happened outside or something. I closed the window, so now they have no chance of waking up that way again and scaring the shit out of everybody. Okay. And now I can hear Lilith fucking barking in the other room. She's a baby. These dogs are going to drive us crazy. It's true. I don't even have a moment to myself, hardly. (laughs) They're your children. At least Ossie leaves me the fuck alone sometimes. That's good. For the most part. Okay. I'm sorry in advance because you have to hear her eating in the background. <laughs> so in October 1861, by executive order of President Abraham Lincoln, the Uinta Valley Reservation was created for the Ute in Utah. The Uncompahgre Reservation, commonly called the Uray Reservation, was created in January 1882 and in 1886, the two reservations were merged to become the Uinta and Uray Reservation. For more than 150 years, the Ute have lived on this reservation that covers over 4.5 million acres. Before the Ute moved to the reservation, they were a fierce and warlike people who primarily lived in Utah, Colorado, and New Mexico. At one time, the Ute and Navajo fought together against their common enemies. However, later when the Ute first acquired horses from the Spanish, they began to abduct Navajo people and sold them in the New Mexico slave markets. Later, during the Civil War, some Ute banded together and joined in a military campaign against the Navajo. This ended in the Navajo being expelled from their lands and forced to march to a reservation in Fort Sumner, New Mexico. Though the tribe was allowed to return to their homelands in Four Corners area, several years later, the Ute believed that the Navajo put a curse on the Ute tribe for their previous transgressions. Thus began the presence of the skinwalker in the Uinta Basin. (laughs) Skinwalker in Navajo tribal folklore are, to put it bluntly, the big bad baddies they constantly feared. They were and are shape-shifting creatures that can manifest as all matter of animals. Okay, unlike other shape-shifters in the world, where animals... Okay, I'm not even going to say this word. Because also it is a Navajo word and I don't want to, I don't want to say it. And what if I say it and a skinwalker comes out of nowhere? Oh my God. Okay. What if? Unlike other shapeshifters in the world, where animals or skinwalkers retain their intelligence. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Which in turn makes them more deadly. They are savage, evil, and macabre beings that hunger for people's suffering. They loathe love, empathy, and compassion. Skinwalkers marsh the lands they walk on and blacken the soul of whoever sees them. They are vile creatures that partly, due to the Navajo's traditions and secretive nature, few are aware of. The Navajo people never discuss them, and mentioning them is considered a taboo subject. Mm. 
Skinwalkers are, in tribal folklore, either evil witches slash warlocks or eldritch, eldritch beings from the time before man. Beings that were cast out like fallen angels when they sinned against the laws of nature and other benevolent spirits. So here we go. We're getting to the nitty gritty now. Or we're getting to the main point. Located in the Uinta Basin at 480... Oh, fuck my life. Okay. <clears throat> One more time. Located in the Uinta Basin, a 480-acre ranch is located about 3.5 miles southwest of Fort Duchesne, Utah. It borders the Ute Indian Reservation. So the Ute don't believe that the skinwalkers live on the ranch, but rather hide out in a place called Dark Canyon, which is located nearby. According to reports, skinwalkers have been seen in the area by the Ute numerous times. They have been spied near the ranch on the road to Fort Duchesne and and on various areas of the reservation. One account described them as looking like humans with dog heads smoking cigarettes. Another described them as large, black, hairy humanoid figures that were very fast. They're also described as having unusually large, coal-red eyes. Others have said that they've seen and taken pictures of very large tracks, which skinwalkers are said to leave. The ranch, which, take, which takes its name from these shape-shifting witches, was first homesteaded by the Myers family in 1905 and first consisted of a few small buildings on the northwest corner of the ranch at the foot of Skinwalker Ridge. Later, the original homestead was abandoned and the Myers established a new home on the eastern side of the ranch. By the 1930s, it was occupied by Kenneth John Myers and his wife Edith Child Myers. They stayed on the property until 1987. During their occupancy, they made no reports of any strange occurrences, though some of their neighbors did. In the meantime, other unusual events began to occur in the Uinta Basin in the 1950s, like numerous reports of UFOs. This continued throughout the next several decades. Interestingly, these were not the first reports of strange aircrafts in the sky. The earliest mention dates from the late 1700s, when Spanish explorers in search of the Spanish Trail passed through the Uinta Basin and reported seeing crafts in the sky over their campfire at night. The UFO reports numbered in the hundreds, including strange fireballs and aircrafts that ranged in size from 20 to 30 feet across to as large as the size of a football field. They were described variously as round, oval, shigar, shigar. <laughs> what is that? Cigar shaped. <laughs> oh, wow. And <laughs> triangular. Some were surrounded by a glowing green light. Others emitted wavy red beams and others appeared to shoot colored lights from their underbellies. By the 1970s, the Utah Highway Patrol was getting so many UFO calls that the troopers stopped filling out incident reports. At the same time, local ranchers also began to report bizarre cattle mutilations. A retired science teacher named Joseph Jr. Hicks from Roosevelt, Utah, investigated more than 400 UFO sightings in the Uinta Basin. He found that the UFO 
appearances often coincided with the cattle mutilations. So after the Myers vacated the ranch in 1987, it stood empty for seven years before it was purchased by Terry and Gwen Sherman. In 1994, the couple moved in with their two children and livestock. They were surprised to find that the previous owners had placed deadbolt locks on all the doors and windows, including those inside the house. Some of these had deadbolts on both the inside and outside of the house. What the fuck? That's literally the same thing. Uh, Even the kitchen cabinets had bolts on them. And at both ends of the house, iron stakes and heavy chains had been installed, which Sherman guessed were used by the previous tenants for large guard dogs. What? They actually called the brother of the previous owner because the previous owner had died and his wife had just recently passed too. That's why they sold the ranch. But um, he called the brother to find out what the fuck was going on with that shit. And he, the brother was like super defensive about it. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's not true. There's not any of that shit there. And then he was like, the dog chains, like he kept trying to like, make i don't make excuses for it i guess but like downplay the situation yes and the um the chains outside he was like they're probably not as big as what you're saying but they did have three dogs so of course that's what those were for Hmm. and it's i mean you're on a ranch like you really don't want them to fucking wander off if they're gonna be inside so i guess it made sense at the time yeah i guess if the stakes had to be as big as he's saying there was for a reason Mm -hmm. i mean that still is creepy if all that shit was true oh yeah i would be like what are you trying to um keep out or whatever yeah that's i would have been like no never mind i don't want to live here i don't want to know yeah oh i almost didn't buy this house because there's a there's iron bars on my window that freaked me out oh yeah oh oh yeah oh yeah that would freak me out (laughs) Mm-mm. Okay, so the very day that the Shermans took possession, the family spotted a large coyote or a wolf in one of their pastures, which soon approached, making its way to a livestock pen. And there was, I mean, their shit, their cattle was already in there. So there was a calf who decided to stick its head through the, or like come up to the fence, to the gate. Mm-hmm. And the wolf or coyote or whatever grabbed the calf by the nose and tried to drag it through the bars so terry and his father then began to beat the animal to make it release the calf but were unsuccessful when that failed um terry shot the animal with a 357 magnum at point blank range point point blank range Mm -hmm. but still the wolf held onto the calf After another shot, it released the calf and just stood there calmly looking at the men. After a few shots, the animal, a few more shots, the animal trotted off. No. Yeah. And they said that there wasn't like any blood and it didn't like yelp or anything. Like it was literally unfazed. And when it finally like looked at them and let go of the calf, it looked at them like annoyed. Like it was like they were just throwing rocks at it. Yeah. So that one is really weird. Okay, so the men then followed the tracks of the animal for about a mile before they suddenly ended as if it had simply vanished. And this was just the the first foreshadowing of the events that would follow. A few weeks later, when Gwen Sherman was in her car, encountered a wolf that was so large, its back was parallel with the top of her window. 
what? Uh, uh, I'd be like, that's a bear. Oh, no. I don't know what I would say. Mm-mm. Uh, the large wolf was accompanied by a dog-like animal that she couldn't identify. It's all a fucking bear and its cub. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? And you're just, like, freaking out? Yeah. I wonder if it was at night. I don't know. So over the next two years, the Shermans, as well as their neighbors, reported seeing a number of strange animals in the area. This included exotic, multicolored birds, not native to the region, and tall, dark beasts that resembled a Bigfoot or Sasquatch which I don't know about that one. But I guess, I mean, why couldn't it have been a skinwalker, not Bigfoot? True. If they are if they see it from far away or whatever. Yeah. So on one occasion, the Shermans saw a strange hyena-like creature attacking one of their horses, which they described as low to the ground, heavily muscled, weighing perhaps 200 pounds, with curly red hair and a bushy tail. As Mr. Sherman approached the animal, it vanished before his eyes. Afterwards, they checked the horse and found numerous claw marks on its legs. A few months later, a neighbor reported seeing a similar beast running across their property. Mm. So this room, I don't know if you remember one of the cryptid episodes that we did, I think. I think Mm -hmm. it was, or maybe it was the Bridgewater Triangle. I think it might have been that one. Mm -hmm. I was talking about how I think like rips in the fucking dimension or whatever in the space-time continuum like these rips open and like animals from like different parts of the world or different dimensions like hop through by accident yes they don't know where the fuck they're at yeah i think we did talk about that it might have been for the bridge the bridgewater triangle yeah because there's just a bunch of random shit going on it just doesn't make any sense yeah like what the fuck why are these random ass animals just overlapping um, yeah, all the other shit, yeah. From like a different time or place, like you said. Mm-hmm. Dimension. Creepy. The Shermans, like their neighbors, also saw strange lights and flying objects, including more than a dozen on one evening. On many of the occasions that they spied these UFOs, they also experienced the death or disappearance of seven of their best cows. Four disappeared without a trace and three more were found dead and partially mutilated. One of the dead cows had a particular hole in the center of its left eyeball, but was otherwise untouched. Okay, another was found with a similar hole in its left eye in a six-inch hole about an inch deep. A six-inch hole about an inch deep. (laughs) Yeah, like diameter-wise and then depth-wise. It had been carved out of its rectum. No. Mm -mm. That's nasty. A sample was taken from the tube <laughs> by an alien. Gross. Why from its ass? I don't know. I, th- I I just picture them like being like, we just need a sample of its flesh or whatever. And so they take a tube, like syringe, like almost the size of what they give like epidurals with or whatever. Oh. I just picture them taking out one of those, but it being like a puncture thing that they stick in and pull out a layer of meat and then they just take it with them. But why from their ass? I don't know, probably from different random parts. And then they just label it ass sample <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> they take from one end and one from the other end. That makes sense. One from their eye and one from their mm-hmm. butt. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last cow to be killed and mutilated had been seen alive by the Sherman's son just five minutes earlier. It had a six-inch wide, 18-inch uh, deep, hole cord out of its rectum that extended into the body cavity oh there we go Whoa. 
In all three cases, there were no trace of blood found. A chemical odor was apparent and no evidence of predators, footprints, or tire tracks. Of the cattle that disappeared, one seemed to have been magically lifted from the snow. Its hoof prints led into a field and then just simply stopped. The ground was littered with broken twigs and branches, and the tops of the trees appeared to have been cut off. Other strange events were also happening during these years. Oh, wait a minute. I just pictured, like, a neighboring, like, rancher just getting a helicopter and, like, (laughs) lifting this fucking gal. To make it that extreme of a hoax? Or just to take it. Like, just to take it. Oh, He said it was their best, seven of their best cows, right? That's what messes me up about this is, like, if these people are faking it, they're just willing to throw away a lot of money to make it look real. Right. But how do you protect your animals from that kind of thing? You can't bring them in your house or stay up all night in the barn with them with a gun to see what goes on. I wonder if any of these people did that, do you think? I'm not sure. If after, like, by the third calf, they're like, okay, I got to stay out here and see why, how the fuck are they getting out? I will get to that in a little bit. Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Not exactly like that, but it's similar. Similar. Okay. So other strange events were also happening during these years. Pastures would unexpectedly light up at night. The sounds of heavy machinery could be heard that seemed to be operating under the earth. Ooh. Poltergeist type of activities were occurring such as items disappearing only to reappear at later times and strange disembodied voices often speaking in unfamiliar language were heard from above um crop circles of flattened grass were found on the ranch as well the final straw occurred one evening in may 1996 when terry was outside with three of his dogs oh my god I don't like this story. I don't like this part. No. When he noticed a blue orb darting around in the field near the ranch house, he urged his dogs to go after it. The dogs Why? chased and barked at the orb as they followed it into some thick brush. Terry heard them make three terrible yelps, and when he called for them, they didn't respond. Oh, my God, Lilith. God damn it. They got zapped. Um, she doesn't like the story. She doesn't. God damn it. Everyone's, no one likes the story. I know, yeah, the kitchen is popping off now. And when he called for them, they didn't respond. The next morning when he went to look for the dogs, the next fucking morning, he found only three round, greasy lumps with what appeared to be a scorched spot. The dogs were never seen again. They got zapped into oblivion. (laughs) did or maybe they just got transported and they only yelped because it hurt for a second but what is with the greasy shit like what did they what is that the grease i don't know but that they say that ghosts let off like an oil too anything supernatural has like a weird oil that it leaves behind like residue or whatever oh like the plasma so that is always interesting yes that's always interesting to hear about whenever that shit pops up because then there's something weird going but on. i thought that was fake like i thought it was just for those pictures that they got in the fucking whatever year it was there's one haunting where that uh i think it was the demon house with uh zach bagans where he made that documentary about that house and then had it bulldozed but he kept the stairs because he had like, a weird traumatic experience. Anyway, that house, oil would appear on the blinds. Oh, like, that's on- right. Stuff like that. But who knows? I mean, who knows what it was? It might have been that they just had dirty blinds and it just like came out all greasy. Yeah, I feel but like. I don't know. 
It looked know. fresh. It looked like somebody poured like clear olive oil consistency, like viscosity shit. But with the dogs going missing like that, I don't know. Yeah, that's terrifying. I would have been deeply disturbed. But let's just imagine that they've been transported to a nice, loving home <laughs> where their child is. Yep, or on another planet. There you go. Okay, so two years after these terrifying events, the family began to publicly speak out. First, first interviews appeared in the Salt Lake City Deseret News. And later in the alternative weekly Las Vegas Mercury as a series of articles. Later, a book would be authored by George Knapp and Colm Keller, detailing the investigations into the mysterious happenings. Titled Hunt for the Skinwalker, Science Confronts the Unexplained at a Remote Ranch in Utah. Um, And they actually made a documentary based on that book and that mm-hmm. man I think it was it, one or the other I can't remember which one it was um they used his footage from the ranch and his investigation and shit they used mm-hmm. a lot of that for that documentary and that is actually on Hulu if you want to watch it because it's really good is it the uh, is it the hunt for the skinwalker or is it a different one? no yeah that's it that's the one nice cool uh yeah So the Shermans planned to sell the property. However, before they got the chance, Robert Bigelow, a millionaire businessman, a believer in ufology and founder of the National Institute for Discovery Science, offered to buy the property after he read about the events in the newspaper. Bigelow bought the ranch for 200,000 contingent on a non-disclosure, oh, $200,000. What the fuck? That's not a lot of money. Yeah, I know. The whole ranch for that much? Yeah. What is that noise? What? Oh, it was out here. God damn it. <laughs> Here's, uh, those headphones must be something. Contingent on a non-disclosure disclosure agreement with the Shermans, who agreed not to talk further about the events on the ranch. He then began to establish a compound with high-tech sensing equipment PhD-level field investigators, scientists, and a security detail which guarded the property 24 hours a day. The investigators were tasked with collecting evidence, interviewing witnesses, and searching for explanations. So I will say, because I'm going to jump into something else right now, but um, I will say whenever they were doing these investigations, um, they set up a bait pin and... They literally put an animal or several animals out there as bait to see what would happen with them. There was literally a post where mm-hmm. a bunch of guys sat out there all night long and watched to see what happened with them. And I have no mm-hmm. idea what happened. Like, there's no, there's nothing. At least really? there's nothing for the public to see. Or maybe nothing happened. Yeah, or maybe, maybe nothing happened. But I mean... Well, after you hear the next couple of shits I'm about to say, then you're going to be like, well, I wonder if there was something. Maybe. But also, I was confused for a second because it sounded like you said they set up a vape pin. Wow. (laughs) I was like, uh. God damn it. Do you know about the rest of the stuff that happened with the Bigelow person that bought it? 
Or did I don't you... remember because the last time I heard about the Skinwalker Ranch was on another podcast, the last podcast on the left, and it was like a three-parter. So there was a bunch of information, oh, but shit. I don't remember. I don't remember the specifics. So it'll be like I'm hearing it for the first time. Fantastic. <laughs> it's a wild place. It really is. It was really creepy for me at the beginning, and then by the end, I was already like, okay. <laughs> and you've been watching huh? top five uh top five videos of ghosts caught on camera oh fuck no the scariest one so far doesn't even show the ghost it's just these two little girls eating lunch or something mm-hmm. at their little children's table mm-hmm. and one of them keeps like looking behind the other little girl because they're facing each other sitting there and one of them keeps looking behind the other little girl into like the laundry room it looks like and it's dark and she's like going, oh, I'm scared, I'm scared. And like the other little girl's laughing at her, whatever. They look like they're literally like five or six years old. And then at the end of the video, the other girl turns around and looks and starts wailing, like crying. Like she's screaming, oh, like a blurred scream. And then starts crying and then it's like so terrifying. Because they don't show it, but those little girls sure saw something. Yeah. Walk around. Here we go. Fuck that video that you were just talking about. Uh, no. It's scary. Mm-hmm. They were scared. Anyways. So, uh, okay. What the fuck? Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the title is. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, maybe. (laughs) Making a bunch of dad noises. Okay, so... (laughs) The okay, you know how Bigelow was the founder of the National Institute for Discovery Science. So the purpose was uh, the research and advanced study of various fringe sciences and paranormal topics, including UFOs and cattle mutilation. With little apparent success, the National Institute for Discovery Science was disbanded in 2004. However, the organization was quickly replaced by Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies, which was more secretive and was apparently working towards having a government sponsor. In 2007, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program was Whoa. a secret investigatory investigatory. Well. Effort funded by the United States Defense Department to study unidentified flying objects, primarily on Skinwalker Ranch. So in the next several years, $22 million were spent on this program, which investigated reports of UFOs and was run by a military intelligence official, Luis Elizondo, from the Pentagon. The program was largely funded at the request of Harry Reid, the Nevada Democrat who was the Senate majority leader at the time and who has long had an interest in space phenomena. Um, he was also a longtime friend of Robert Bigelow. This information, however, was not publicly known at the time until it was released by the New York times in 2017. When the story broke, a department of defense official confirmed the government funded program and Senator Harry Reid admitted his complicity complicity. <laughs> Today, parts of the study remain classified, and the Department of Defense has never officially acknowledged the existence of the program. 
But interestingly, it does admit that the program was shut down in 2012. How the fuck does it, how is that even a thing? Like, how can they be like, it doesn't exist, but it was shut down in 2012? Weird. So, I have no idea. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Hmm. So, so that year in 2012, the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies lost its funding from the Department of Defense as the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program contract expired and was not renewed. This was primarily due to Luis Elizondo's explanation that officials feared the public might learn about the program and see it as misappropriation of taxpayer funds. Mm -hmm. Sort of. In the meantime, the ranch was sold for the rumored amount of $4.5 million in 2016 to Adamantium Holdings. And that might actually be very wrong, but so I'm going to say. Uh, Bigelow's company then disbanded its security team, but it was quickly repa- replaced by the new owners. That same year, the Hicken Ranch Road, uh, Uinta County Public Road, which bisected the Skinwalker Ranch, was illegally gated. Later that year, a representative of ranch owner Adamantium Real Estate approached the county for a road vacation. What the fuck? Claiming rampant trespassing issues led the owners to make the road private. The request was granted, which is no access to the property today. Oh, there is no access to the property today, and gates block the entrance with large warning signs. In 2020, the History Channel created a show titled The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. So I watched that on Friday, and I could not get to the end. (laughs) There's only eight episodes, and I couldn't get through half of it. Why? Because it is – I bought that shit for $20 on Amazon. I bought the whole fucking season – and it was what? I was just so disappointed. Like it was trash. It like was it boring. Yeah, it wasn't it was like the curse of Oak Island meets uh Ghost mm-hmm. Adventures. Like it was fucking stupid. And it was corny. It was very corny. First of all, like they, they started off with introducing one of the body or one of the security, I think it's the lead security. They introduce him and his fucking, they introduce him with his nickname and his nickname is Dragon. And I was like, <laughs> nobody is going to motherfucking call you that. Why? He vapes. He vapes. I, yeah, he fucking has to because that was. I bet his car is loud. And he looks, <laughs> he looks like a fucking nerd. Like. He looks Aww. like one of those dudes that, like, I want so bad for people to call me Dragon. Like, my nickname's Dragon. Nobody fucking calls you that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are roasting this guy. It was really annoying. Like, it just – it since that time, I was like, okay, that's enough. And it was just very um, – oh, it's – what's the version of – what's clickbait but TV yeah. version? That's what that was. That sucks that you paid for it. Well, let's wonder if um, Dragon puts his name as Dragon on Tinder. Stop it. Oh, down in the comments. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, it was really shitty. And oh, that Shut the up. man that – oh, and then – because it starts off with this guy. He is a astrophys. no, not an astrophysicist. <laughs> I don't remember what he is. 
Um, but he was like a really smart dude. Like he was this scientist person. And um, he reminded me of um, the host of Extreme Makeover House Edition, Ty, some shit or another. You know what I'm no talking idea. about? You know what I'm talking about? No. I'm going to send you who. Oh, great. It just ruined the whole vibe for you, eh? It really – he was Zach Bagans and this man put together. Oh no! Are there are there highlights involved in the? Oh yes! I'm picturing the guy now. Yeah, and he's he talks like his voice is real raspy, and here we go. (laughs) Lord, gets in the tanning bed every week. Here we go! Here we go! And I sent it. A live reaction. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Take those necklaces off, boy. It's not 2003 anymore. I think that's an old picture, but still. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and me of all people saying that when that's my fucking favorite decade. Anyways, so yeah, okay, I get it. That sucks. I feel bad. Everybody Venmo Daniela Mike for having to sit through that. I'm gonna send you Live a picture. Reaction. Of the dude who reminds me of, or the, what's his name? The fucking dude that started the whole fucking show. The whole, um, the secret of Skinwalker Ranch. So it's, they just like hyped up, hyped it up a lot. Like, and nothing happens in the end. Like very insignificant shit happens. Like, but I mean, I guess to these scientists, it's a big deal because that doesn't happen. So like they went out to a part of the ranch and they were checking for radiation and there was like this ginormous amount and there was other chemicals and shit that they were detecting. And it was like, this isn't supposed to happen here, like blah, blah, blah. And they were really excited about it. And I was like, uh, what does that mean? Like, what does that say? What is it supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah, and they just kept going on about it and not telling anybody really why. So um, I did like, though, that they, like, questioned, like, they were talking about the um, atomic bombs that were detonated in Nevada. The downwind went up into Skinwalker Ranch. So they think that that's why there's a shit ton of radiation there because it settled with the wind and shit. So I was yeah, like, yeah, up. Yeah. I never even thought of that. So they said stuff like that, and that was a little bit redeeming. And then they said shit like this. One of the guys said he worked, he's been working on the ranch. I think he was like the ranch manager or some shit. Well, he mm-hmm. was doing a lot of like um like fixing shit and like just going around the ranch and like checking everything. Well, mm-hmm. I think he started digging something, and you're they've told the previous owner. I think almost all of the owners said not to dig on the land, which I find kind of hard to believe that they didn't do. But um, so this guy was like digging or whatever, and he developed this like knot on the top of his head. Like a, it looked like he got hit on the top of his head and a bump formed. What? So he goes to the doctor because it won't go away. 
He goes to the doctor and they do like a fucking scan of his head. And it's literally just a goose egg, you know, like it looks like he like hit his head and that was what happened. Well, instead of saying like a bump on the head, they kept saying um, the injury where his scalp separated from his skull. That's literally what they kept saying. And I was like, why are you making it more dramatic than it needs to fucking be? He got a bump on the fucking head. Interesting. So he fell? I don't, or it just formed. No, you said it just formed. Creepy. Yeah. But yeah, they did. They they had to be dramatic about it. Yeah, of course they did. And so, well, then it like he said that it went away eventually, but he's it because he didn't dig anymore. So, um, and it wasn't like a like I don't think it was like a dramatic ass, like, let me bring in some fucking backhoes and dig. Like, I think it was just something simple. And um, so yeah, that happened. Well, they're wanting to dig. It during the show, that one guy. Did you ever get the picture they sent you? Of the the. Yeah, he looks super serious. Yeah, he's very. I don't. He's he's very um. <laughs> serious. I don't know. I guess that is it's just Zach Bagans um vibes Aged. right there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah you you. Those two guys up perfectly for yes. this guy. And the way he talks is almost, it's them two meshed together. So he wants to dig on the land because he's like, to find out like more things I want to dig. And so they talk to the new owner, who is the guy that owns the, um, what the fuck is the new one called? Adamantium or whatever the fuck. Um, he's some fucking billionaire too. And they talk to him like they FaceTime him and they're like, we want to dig. And he says, no, he's like, I don't feel comfortable with that. And so that is another fucking dramatic ass thing that they make about it too. And I'm like, things are really not happening that you have to make little ass shit like this. Super dramatic. I can't, I cannot. And they, so you didn't finish. No, I didn't. I didn't finish it at all. And I don't know if anything super big happens, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I, I wonder what the reviews are like on that. I like that Amazon Prime lets you see the reviews right on Oh, that. I didn't even think about like another review. God damn it. I should have done that before I fucking bought it. Before you paid. Oh, no. Yeah, I learned. I learned to uh... – now it sucks because now I can't watch a movie most of the time. Unless I really want to go into it completely unbiased, I usually look up a movie and look at the reviews to see if it's even worth my time. Oh, my God. I never even thought of that. Now I'm going to do it. Speaking of dramatic um, hyping uh, up, I am going to watch that Antrim movie, which at the beginning, it gives a whole long intro before the movie even starts about how it's the most dangerous, scary. Oh, I watched movie it. Ever. Don't tell me. It, was, scary. it was creepy. It wasn't that scary. Uh, it was probably just stylized really well to where it was creepy, but I, I doubt it's like as scary as no, people are saying. Right. And we survived, so... I'm gonna watch it in the dark tonight with my AirPods oh, on. Oh yeah, and you're, super stoked. I want to be scared. You're gonna regret that shit. Perfect. Okay. Anyways, let's see. Um, so now that I know not to watch that one, I still haven't watched the Hunt for the Skinwalker Ranch though. So I'm gonna check that one out. Yeah, you should. That one's good. I will give you the synopsis that uh, the History Channel did on HistoryChannel.com for the show. 
Mm-hmm. Let's have it. Um, anchored by never-before-seen footage of the ranch and what it contains, the series will feature a team of scientists and experts who will conduct a daring and thorough search of this infamous 512-acre property located in Utah's Uinta Basin in an attempt to find out the who, what, and why behind more than 200 years of UFO sightings, bizarre animal mutilations, and paranormal-related mysteries. Utilizing the latest and cutting-edge technology from lasers and ground-penetrating radar to drone thermo- thermograph. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know how to fucking say this. They've already lured me in by not knowing what the hell technology could even do that stuff. Whenever I send you the picture of their, um, uh, I guess, like home base, I you're going to fucking laugh your ass off. Because that oh, also no. looks very cheesy. Like a set? E- kind of. I'll send it to you in a second. Um, okay, so the team will apply hard science and make shocking discoveries while going further and risking more than anyone has done on the ranch before. And it claims to be the first time that television cameras were allowed to film on the ranch, but the man from The Hunt for the Skinwalker has footage from on the ranch so mm. yeah wow so that is skinwalker ranch wow mm-hmm. that is very spooky yeah and there's i wish people would just like take drones out there and just keep up keep them going every night until they catch something but it's just so tough mm-hmm. to believe what the hell is going on figure it out at some point, do you think we're going to figure out what the hell, like with a lot of areas like this, do you think we're going to figure out exactly what's going on? Or do you think no. it'll always be just like a mystery? I feel like it's always going to be a mystery, um, especially because they've been doing this for so long and nothing like significant has really come out. At least while people are watching. Yeah. And on the show, they do find a mutilated cow, but it looks like it had been dead for fucking weeks. Damn it. So it was um, it looked like an animal had gotten to it. It didn't look like what the previous owner I, had described. Yeah. I used to think that they that whatever is getting a hold of those mutilated animals before they're messed up like that. Mm-hmm. I always wondered like if they really do rip up the bodies like that or if maybe now I'm thinking the the way cuz you know how there's no prints around it. It doesn't look like it was dragged. It doesn't, you can't tell where it came from. You just find the dead body in the middle of the grass like that. Mm-hmm. There's no blood everywhere. My theory now is like on annihilation, if something gets um, messed, like if it, okay, say like the cow is just in the pasture or whatever, then it gets zapped into space on the, on the craft without it even have, having to walk or be pulled anywhere. Mm-hmm. But then when they try to put it back, it gets messed up by the transport, the way that the air pressure is and like the oh. way that the, I don't know, I feel like it just bursts. And so it just gets all mangled like that mm-hmm. by just the way that they're transporting it back to wherever it came from. Maybe. I don't think anything's eating it or like draining the blood and then placing it back carefully. I think it just happens to be how the transportation works whenever they steal something and then put it back. Creepy. It's very creepy. Like the fly, like whenever he gets all messed up just by trying to teleport himself with the fly in there. Ew. That's one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. It It doesn't even, it scares me just because of how sad and tragic it is at the end. It is. Gina Davis though. 
never looked better. I mean, she still looks good, but her and Jeff Goldblum in that movie, iconic. <laughs> Hotties. Hotties of the 80s. I think they were, that's the 80s, right? Yes. I saw the worst TikTok that was like, um, do you need to see my ID? And then do I need to take it out of my wallet? And the, no, the cashier's like, oh, no, I can see the one. <gasps> and he's like, I can see the one. And then he has a realization. I'm like, holy yep. crap. 1990 whatever is before. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how I feel. I don't like it. Why must time go by? <sighs> anyway. Um. Oh, my sources. Oh, God, I drank that Red Bull for fucking nothing. Um, it just <laughs> um, weird off anyway. Legendsofamerica.com, mysteriesunsolved.com, thebeehive.com, vice.com, and austinghosts.com. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm glad you covered that. Uh, very interesting area. Definitely would love to go. It's not the very top of my list because, like you mentioned, there's hardly anything that they can catch nowadays. I feel like maybe its peak time is over. Well, yeah, I feel like that is true also. But the public cannot go in it. So, oh, I thought you meant the public is still very interested in what's going on. I don't. I don't know. I was gonna do. Originally, I was gonna. I thought that my memories were – I was remembering something that wasn't related to this at all. So whenever I started this, I was like, what the fuck? Why am I not finding what I remember? Uh-huh. And it's because my memory was on the Stardust Ranch. <laughs> but I had already started this shit, so I was like, oh, fuck it. Oh, I've had that happen to me too when I like start a case and I'm like, where's the part that I remember about whatever? Uh-huh. But – Oh, well. Well, now you have an, another ranch set up for next time. Yes. Oh, the picture that I sent you isn't as good as good. I thought it was going to be. Hold on. I know that there's a picture over. Oh, fuck my life. Oh, that's headquarters. All right. Yeah, but there's another. The image that they use for. Um... Mm-hmm. Fuck. Hold on. I'm going to do. We're going to get sued. Why? For dragging for dragging them like this. This is unfair. I'm dumb. I I mean, it is very rich people that are doing this, so nerds are nerds get very offended. At the beginning, the man that bought the whole fucking ranch, he was like flexing his fucking money and shit. He like him and the dude, the one that I sent the picture of to you, they like jump into his Ferrari and they like are hauling ass like this man this old ass man is driving super fucking fast in his ferrari like you can hear the fucking engine and shit and then they pull up to a hangar where there's a private jet and a private fucking helicopter and i'm like really is this was this necessary oh man men will agree when i say this too but some men are just funny like that i guess so they don't hear I know a lot of people like that, that just like, they think they're flexing, but it's very cringy. Like it's very like that naturally or subtly hint at anything at all besides the fact that you want me to like ask or mention or whatever. Yes, that is exactly what it was like. Well then, I'm sure those um, men, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be mean. What? (sighs) 
That's like sugar daddy type shit to me. What? Like how that how that like the description that you just mentioned it just reminds me of like sugar daddy behavior. <laughs> but like the cringy ones, not like the cool ones. Not like the ones in like Lana Del Rey videos. Speaking of, we just we I had to send it to Daniela today, the Kim Charles over the country club music video. I oh like my it. god. I love her. I liked it a lot. I didn't see that coming. I thought it was just a very glam, like, okay, she's bringing back Lana Del Rey from back in the day, but it it was nice. A nice little twist. But anyway, that's um that's pretty much all the current shit that I can think of that happened today was that her new album dropped or whatever, or like it's pre-ordering time. What else happened? Um, the second round of impeachment is going on, right? Something like that. Is it? I see the memes are blending together with the actual news that I have on my phone, so I don't even know yeah. what's going on anymore. I don't know what's happening either anymore. New Year same bullshit. Good thing I didn't set myself up with any expectations this year. What do you mean? Just in general, like I didn't write out my um, plans or my goals. I've just started like trying to do them without making it a big thing. Oh. And so far it's Things, stupid little things like drink more tea and like um, do some exercise for like at least like one time throughout the day. Don't, you know, just go from sitting one place to sitting in another place. Mm-hmm. It's been working. I'm a little bit proud. I'm trying to like journal or draw or like do something creative every day. Just like simple stuff, not like very specific stuff. Because I already know if I wrote down read a book every month, that shit's not going to happen. I've given up trying to change my to like that point yeah something drastic but i don't think i remember how to read anymore what <laughs> i don't remember how to read i don't remember how to write i need to be doing little exercises like maybe i'll buy like a kindergarten book or something and like practice oh my god i feel like that's my brain my brain is like fizzing out a little bit sometimes but i mean you read for the podcast yeah exactly I read for the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I read. I I just I just know that I used to give myself drastically different tasks than what I'm used to. So then I would just not do them and then just be disappointed. Yeah. So I, by See, not doing that, I'm not going to be disappointed. Yeah. Why would you give yourself <laughs> like these outrageous exactly. goals? Exactly. Or like things like get abs by summertime or some stupid shit that I (laughs) used to write down. (laughs) Something so stupid. But um, anyways, I've found myself pretty happy. So that's good. That is good. A little something positive for every day to help. I mean, we're in quarantine, so I don't really do anything besides stuff like that anyway here at the house. But anyway, um, they reopened the movies for like a limited time. I think it's a limited time because they had closed down for like a month. And then this last weekend, it opened up again. But I don't know how they're going to do that. Like only weekends, maybe. That's still, I mean, what is that going to do? Because COVID, I don't know exactly. Like COVID is is like serious now. Again, well, it's always been, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm places are worried about closing down again but i went to go see a promising young woman and it was good i haven't even heard of that 
Uh, she pretends to be drunk and like a random guy douchebag will take her home and he she pre- she's pretending so she'll come to at some point during their conversation and it's usually right when he's being gross like uh, like borderline about to rape her <laughs> until and then she's like hey I told you to stop and then he's like are you sober and then it's always like oh you don't want me anymore and the guy is like um, I want you to leave. And it's it's like super well done, though. It's not the same kind of feminist movie that um, Black Christmas, the remake, was. It's like actually good. And I loved it. I didn't know that Black Christmas was a feminist movie. The, did, have you seen it? No. Then oh, you, it's more like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like more in your face feminism. Like rape is bad, and they oh, they like yes. feed it to you. But this this was pretty well done. And there's a remix of Toxic done by I think it's like a strings group, and it's very dramatic Ooh. and like hot, very cool. But yeah, she dresses up and goes out every night, and then pretty much sets it up to where they're assholes. Like they're getting caught doing it, and then she like writes their name down in a little journal. But Ooh. the very the end caught me off guard. That one and a simple favor. I feel like. People didn't expect the movies to be that good, but they were. If you haven't seen A Simple Favor, you should watch it. I think it's on Hulu. Ooh. You would like it, I think. But anyway, um, Skinwalker Ranch. I am very glad that you covered that. And make sure you guys go check out the Instagram and the Twitter. We will be sharing whatever... Uh, 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 I I wasn't ready to go into the end, but somehow I'm here, and now I I don't know where I'm going with it. Um, I'm trying to hurry before Hunter gets home because I know it's going to be soon, and they're going to go off. Um, okay, so, um, what should I say? What segue into the outro? Always say you already segued. How? I guess I did. Well, here we go. Give us a listen on all podcasting platforms. It's a new year and we are checking out the analytics. Super thankful for all of our listeners that have clung on this long. Mm -hmm. We have more stuff coming out this year and we're very excited to still be podcasting. It's done a lot of good for, I think, both of us. And it's definitely kept our relationship pretty tight. I mean, it already was going to be, but the fact that I moved made it a little difficult and then quarantine. So I'm just happy that we like started podcasting before all of this happened. Mm -hmm. It's been very good for me personally. But anyway, um, all right, guys, thanks for listening and let your friends know where to find us. And we are on Twitter and Instagram at Give Me The Creeps. Let us know what what you think about Skinwalker Ranch on uh, on our posts and yeah, thanks guys. So, did we give you the creeps?